Welcome to another week, another episode of IBG Weekly. I am your host and founder of Iron Blood Games, Achille Ranga Mohtige, and today I am joined by Stanny. Hey Danny. guys, what's up? Stanny, yes. Awesome. Um, uh, the rest of the folks are actually busy uh, doing fun stuff, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's fun for it's fun for you, not yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> But first, before we start off everything, we'd like to say thank you and hope you enjoyed. We've had over 500 downloads on Contortion, so thank you for everyone who downloaded it and played it. We read all your comments. We can see that there is a lot of interest, intrigue and confusion in equal parts. And that's awesome because that's exactly the kind of experience Stanny wanted to give. Yes, yeah, so we, we're really excited that this two-week project that we just slapped together actually made um, this much uh, interest yeah. on the Itch.io community and it's really fun seeing their reactions and uh, videos that they've made. It's, it's, a, it's an awesome experience for us. We, we're fans of you guys, all pretty much. Yeah, we are also taking every comments and your thoughts into our consideration. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, uh, we are like very grateful that you guys actually tried it. And seeing that for the first time, it's just, it, it's another feeling. Yeah. It's just it's once in, a, once in a lifetime kind of feeling watching our project being, you know, played by other players. And getting to hear their feedback and uh, yeah. what they think. So exactly. regarding... Um, uh, our next project. Um, we have made some breakthroughs uh, this week. We have managed to complete a base foundation prototype and we were going to test it in-house until we realized we really needed to put one more feature in before we can give it to the hands of the rest of the team and get a good old fun match, couple of matches going on. So uh yeah we will probably be completing this base system over the weekend uh basically what we've managed to get is all our multiplayer matchmaking is pretty much done it works as expected we got a base um core gameplay loop going on for one of the game modes and uh the most recent like couple of minutes ago I got confirmation from our tech lead that the tracking. So yeah, um, the 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 base uh, mechanics are done. We needed to. Uh, we we have a system basically that allows us to uh, fire on our enemies, and the problem was that we weren't taking into um, account that the targets are moving. So we needed some kind of leading system to get integrated into the automatic aiming and firing system and it's currently working it's great news and we're moving on to putting as many uh, of the other features as possible for our first prototype build and then we will pretty much do an in-house test and from that we are hoping to create a reveal trailer so stay tuned and uh, hopefully very soon you guys will get to see what we've been exactly working on and what kind of game it's going to be. It's uh, pretty exciting stuff. 
I'm very excited because I have no association with that project. Because, uh, but I'm I can't wait to get my hands on it. So this is kind of huge hearing this from what's been going on. These guys been quiet for like. I don't know, man, for like four or five months right now. And this is what I'm hearing right now after that long period of time. Yeah, there, so, there, there, there was a long period of like research and development that we needed to do. We needed to figure out how we were going to go about creating a lot of this stuff. But that okay. discussion, we will explain that stuff uh, in another podcast um, after we've initially revealed the trailer, like our process, how we got to that stage. And I'm hoping that it will open the eyes to other starting indie developers, how to go about uh, the design process of making a game. You know, if you're really serious of making a successful game, there is certain steps you need to take and it does take time. And uh, we'll talk about that later. So... We, we still don't know even if our game's going to succeed, but the way it's going currently, the project is succeeding. So it's, it's really nice seeing that development. Um, so the topic for today is actually nothing to do specifically in uh, relation to news in the games industry. We thought we'd yeah. uh, discuss about um, the games development and indie games development and what we can bring to the table in, in terms of advice and things we figured out in our fields. So I'm a, mainly a designer and Stanny is a writer. So we, we thought we'd just discuss like what we've learned, what we've observed. And this is in context with uh, Sri Lanka's uh, game development scene as well. So we're, we're just, uh, just going to go about what we learned from that and what uh, we decided to go with and how we decided to approach things. And of course, Danny is going to talk about the things he's learned about writing and uh, tips and tricks on writing successful uh, scripts and all that, I guess. Um, it's, uh, I'm pretty interested in uh, learning that stuff from Stanny uh, along with you guys. So uh, shall, I, shall I start? I think, I think you should go first, yeah. All right. <laughs> So, um, I've been uh, interested in the games development industry ever since I picked up uh, my interest in, in games. And uh, what I paid attention to was what all those major industries would do and their processes in uh, ideation of their games and how they put, put it all together. But the main thing you always need to consider is that you're not a big company and you don't have all the resources these companies have. So where do you start? Well, um, as a designer, what I did was I looked into myself and the most successful way you can go about creating your first game is don't look at the industry and see what they're doing and then like try to make something out of that. More like uh, look into yourself and think about what is what game would you like to play <laughs> and that the game industry hasn't been catering to and when you figure that out you will slowly start to realize that you can create a stronger um, set of ideas for your game and specific mechanics will come, become easier for you to come up with mm -hmm. and um, that's how I came up with Actually, I had to um, uh, dial down my initial idea because okay. everything needs a step. So 
my main idea and this is like going to be spoilers for 10 15 years in the future if someone like reads in into this podcast from way in the future hi um but what i wanted the game i want to make right at like my ultimate game is okay. is like a sci-fi experience um planetary scale uh gundam and you know big space fleets but on ground fire fighting it's like planet side but uh more you know um i i just like uh i like sci-fi and heavy fantasy right so okay. uh i i decided i'm i i want to go into either um fantasy or sci-fi but my the fantasy side i don't have your kind of writing skills Mm-hmm. but when it comes to sci-fi i kind of like have a deeper connection to it so it's easier for me to come up with stuff and um and i had a huge uh boner for max oh, so too much information yeah so i want that uh, that feeling of power you get you know when you're when you're controlling a powerful mech but i want to at the same time have like the experience given to what would the foot soldier that's running alongside or fighting against these hulking mechs would also go through and it's kind of a game that i want to make that kind of melds those two experiences and gives this something something like titanfall and call of duty like cross, cross yeah all, except you know it's it's like. not, it's not totally like um uh, uh, the skill isn't uh, on twitch um reflexes it's more mm-hmm. about uh, like your ta- like your tactical knowledge and how you approach a fight and all that um yeah, so strategic something yeah, like yeah, how to play yeah yeah explore, yeah and yes, actually, but i realized that, that that's a pipe dream you can never reach that at the stage that where i'm in so i you never know yeah i mean that's where i'd like to get to so i dialed it down and uh, the next the next uh, step down was like this um arena um combat with max um and it was like you know uh it's like blood bowl or uh, the um, uh, that movie what, what was the movie called it was thunderdome the thunderdome, thunderdome. Um, oh, yeah. from yeah it's like an experience like that except uh, you guys are like professional mech pilots and you guys kind of for the um something cinematic yeah it is cinematic and it's it's really exciting and then i like pitched that idea while i was in slit with my friends saying look i want to do something like this we'll make this then we'll move on to the next one and they were like that's cool dude that's really cool and uh, those two guys who were uh, saying that was uh, bhupati and shehan uh, <laughs> and then um after that um we kind of we were trying to like design it and we realized actually we need like next level um art skills you know to create these assets and whatever mm, yeah, assets we yeah. were going to make right now this the level of skill we have we'll never be able to reach the kind of visual output we want to give for that game and yeah, yeah. so i was like okay our skill level is pretty much zero so what do we do now and then i dialed it back yet again and then i designed a very a, a very simple game that four people maximum four people can develop all the way through to the end 
and it has the capability of getting a large amount of um, uh, revenue. It has the potential for that. And at the same okay. time, the theme was still based on sci-fi, but another aspect of my end game uh, vis vision, right, which was fleet battles and large scale spaceship fights. But I thought I'd like to bring it to mobile. Um, because we can then like make the visuals look a lot more, uh, it's, it's interesting, but it's not as complex as if you were to make a, uh, the visuals for a PC game, because you'll have, you can, uh, keep it, uh, in a stylized theme basically. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah. what, and that's how, that, that's my, uh, advice for people is like always <clears throat> dial it down to the resources you have at hand, make it make it a game that the people you have, like a, either it's yourself or you have a core team of maybe three, four people. Make sure if, if that's it, then you need to whatever game idea you come up with, it needs to be able to be completed by those four people. If in the in, in the development process, you might get like six, 10, 15 people in the in the future, but you need to always make sure that even if those people came or left or whatever, these four people are capable of bringing it through all the way to the end and shipping and marketing the game. And, and that's what I need to like stress for people Establish. who... Yeah. It's very important that you understand what you can do and what you can't do. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all we, we very really well need and to, good. Yeah, yeah. We really press the point that what we are really capable of and exactly look to extend it yeah so the whole idea is finding your finding your skill level and then building up upon it until you exactly. reach that final vision and exactly. and that this is the road we're on and while we're on this road of course stanny came then we had like um other people who came and went and at the at the end of the day this project never changed or never had to be abandoned because we set the scope and scale for the game that we made to be able to be completed by the people that are at hand. So it doesn't matter if we get more or less or, or people left, we can still complete the game. That's good. And yeah. yeah. So that's what I have to say for now. Uh, I have a few more other things, but I think it's be best we ask from uh, Stanny regarding uh, writing. It is pretty interesting what you said, actually, uh, coming to think of it. It's, you know, I think I, for, for the most part, I really thought that we writers had the hardest job compared to everything because we literally had to fill an empty blank paper hmm. and just, you know, it, and we have to do something about it. And, you know, like every writer has their own set of, you know, process to write a story. And this is fine. Some might say that it's, you know, surrealist and, you know, it's weird. That's against the rules, what I'm doing. But, you know, when it comes to writing or every other field, there are no set of rules. If you set a rules, this is how you're going to do it. It's never going to be made into whatever that is. Hmm. So uh, I think that my initial process before, uh, let's just say, uh, I want to write a story on a World War II, something like that. What I would do is, if even if it's like a fictitious or if it's uh, a true story, non-fiction, what I would do is I would literally research 
even even before I have a like you know even before I plan or draft this is how the story is going to be these are the characters I wouldn't do that what I would do is I would just sit on my computer I would research 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 and just it doesn't matter how long it takes I just you know read search I talk to people regarding you know go I just go to reddit or facebook groups regarding you know the theme that I'm tackling and then then I'd sit down to you know talk with Jose in this case because I've known Jose for like three years right now so what I would do is I would just engage in a conversation with Jose and just bounce it around back my ideas back and forth and it will just initially narrow down to something and that's when you have a solid idea on how it how it's going to be so basically research plays a huge part if you want to convince your audience okay when I said that it's going to be like World War Two, I really need to convince my audience this is World War Two, and I need to like you know the world needs to be on point uh, in that regard. So re- after research phrase is completed, then I can move to creating a story or characters or whatever I want. So basically, I also have an advice for young writers out there: uh, don't like you know whenever you are char- writing characters. Don't write characters like yourself or others. Like, you know, first first of all, that's the first rule. So the second rule is actually don't give any traits to your characters. You know, you never know how the story, story is going to turn out. This, you know, for an example now, kind of Game of Thrones is like kind of getting a backlash, right? Backlash, yeah. Yes. So basically what happened was these guys literally gave out, for an example, for Daenerys or Tyrion or any other characters, they like, you know, they gave out certain character arcs. Uh, mm. So this is how the character is. This is how the character is. So they kind of portrayed, for an example, I'm going to be, uh, so I'm sorry if there's any spoilers, there, there's going to be spoilers, but I haven't watched any Game of Thrones season 8 yet, but this is what I've gathered. So basically this is how they portrayed Daenerys in the past seven seasons, like this, you know, kind of Khaleesi, kind of mothery, like, you know, kind of good character, right? Yeah, all about honorable Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, she's all about end, fairness and justice. Justice, I'd say. Justice. justice. Yeah. And in the end, she goes off her path and it pisses people off because, you know, at the beginning, they gave out all these ideas saying that she's a good ki- uh, queen and yada yada. And in the end, she's she didn't turn out to be good. But I, di- I didn't know that they intended it as like a sort of like a twist to the plot, but it doesn't work like that. So that's that's a good example why you shouldn't give out traits to your characters before you start writing them. So uh, in the story regarding sense, uh, you know, uh, you know, you can use Dan Harmon as an example, the co-creator of Freak and Morty. You know, that guy just sleeps through his whole day and he doesn't push himself to write. He writes whenever he can. So, you know, this is not a thing that you can do it like a task. So, uh, not giving characters a trace. So, that's a good idea for the young writers out there uh, on why they shouldn't give out character traits in the beginning and just start writing it. Because once you start writing it, so you will have the room for the character involvement and whatnot and others. So, yeah, don't write, you know, don't decide how the character is going to be early on, you know, do that after you write the story. So uh, another thing I want to really point out is that this is not a thing that you can do like a 9-11 job. It's it's something you have to do 
whenever you can, whenever you you feel like it. So that's that's the one of the most part that the cha writer challenges that writers come in. So basically, I I'm gonna have to make an example of uh, Dan Harmon, who's the co-creator of Freak and Morty. He just sleeps through his all day, and he only writes whenever he can. So that's why season four delays. One of the reasons why season four delayed. So like this is you know whenever you write whenever you feel like it that's when the actual story and your brain kind of starts exploding uh and that's when the for your full potential like your creativity kind of like you know starts to push in so that uh, so you know write whenever you can not like you know not don't like kind of like do it as a job if you're doing it doing it as a job it's it, it I, in my opinion it's it's not going to be good as when you write whenever you feel like it. Uh, so ideas, most people really struggle from this part. I, I'd say ideas come to me uh, like like a TV screen inside my head. It's just, you know, like comes in, like, you know, just put a kid down an elephant in World War II. That's how my ideas just come in into yeah. my head. And then I start kind of elaborating that that those elements that came into my head and just you know started kind of playing inside my head what would happen if this kid kind of stumbles across you know uh you know world war ii after atomic bomb or something like this some just like you know these kind of words that starts popping into my head and i just you know start taking them and i just what i would do it i would just take a book or a piece of paper and i just start writing it whenever i can i just you know start creating fake stories out of it so that's how ideas are born. Ideas can be born either in a single line or, or a story that you heard or, or while watching a movie or while watching a TV series or while you are telling a story or anything. Ideas can be born anytime you want, but you have to be really careful if that idea sticks with you. A good idea always sticks with you. A bad idea doesn't stick with you after like a couple of days. Yeah, that's true. So make sure your idea really sticks with you. So uh, that's all the... Uh, information that I have for the young writers at this point so my process is really weird like it's it's not in certain order it's here and there everywhere so I I can't actually speak about a certain things in a line so I just tend to go here and there you know hmm. three four six seven eight like like that it's not in a certain order so that's the advice I really have to give to young writers <laughs> For any uh, friends joining us from Sri Lanka who's thinking about getting into games or maybe you're creating your own game, um, something I've realized in certain games that that's set to come out is that the theme of the game isn't really uh, solid. So whenever you make a game, always make sure that if you, before you go on to making the game itself please consider your theme is it sci-fi is yeah. it you know what what time is it set in are all your assets uh, planned accordingly you know you can't have for example a futuristic character and uh, you know and all your environment looks like yeah. uh, from from now I, yeah, from I'd present like day yeah. I mean unless you give it context like he's a time yeah. traveler he's from the future you know yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah I'd like to make another point as well yeah. It, it, yeah it doesn't matter how good your idea is 
there's all if you're making a movie it 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 falls under the category of film or game it all depends on the communication that you have with the team mm. so once you get an idea once you you know narrow down how you know the draft of how your project is going to look like you just have me to have this sort of talk with your team and see what they're capable of and after have, having that creative talk you will be able to decide what creative decisions you as a writer need to make mm. so and also despite all this you know you have really need to consider you really need to do a broad research on the audience you know so basically what i did was i i, I literally learned about last of us and the reception that it yeah. got and, you know i literally had to learn about the audience and what they would like and what's the majority and for an example uh achila said this sci-fi uh, and something like that so let's just say the sci-fi audience is like 60% and the guys who like last of us is like 40% and the majority is automatically like 60% so what you need to consider is like so we really need if we if we tackle the 60% uh, we will have a base and then we can go on creating something for the 40% so you really really need to make that uh, decision on on that point as a writer and take some risks also uh, as a uh, final uh, bit of advice what i would like to let people know um, and this is for uh, yet again i'm addressing the if there are any uh, sri lankan uh, game developers uh, watching this is that when you make a game um, your friends and actually this is actually a broad thing when you're making a game your personal friends and family they're going to say it's awesome it's the most amazing thing well done brilliant it's you know it's it's amazing but yes. uh, always be prepared to be criticized and like open minded that it is probably not going to be the best idea ever be, because and always listen to uh the feedback you get from people who have no idea about you no personal connections to you that that is more valuable actually than when when you get it from a close friend because your close friends would not want to hurt your feelings they will consider that dynamic when they're giving you their feedback and yeah. so like um when you are also creating these games make sure that the quality and the standard of your game actually meets the expectations of people from abroad that's exactly. where that's that's Only where your major income is going to come from the feedback exactly. matters a lot and try to get that feedback as early as possible when you have an idea try to tease it try to get the international community like engage with your idea and just just get the uh the feedback you need from that and then accordingly uh change or adjust your uh, game experience to that so yeah that's about it we have uh, we are running out of uh, time and uh so thank you very much for tuning in uh, stay tuned or check out our other episodes and make sure to leave a like comment share subscribe and hit that bell icon and share your thoughts on the comment section down below this has been uh, really great actually just talking about this um next week i guess uh, we will 
talk about something if Some, there's anything <laughs> yeah i, I mean the, the news has been pretty stale in the games industry unless you guys want yeah. us to be beating some pretty dead horses right now um yeah. so i mean yeah we don't we don't want to get involved with things like uh, what publishers might be doing like you know random yeah, pitchford and exactly. stuff we might, he's it's Uh, it's not stuff we'd like to comment on because yeah. you know we don't know what's going on yeah. on that so. E3 is coming around the corner so we Oh yeah have... we'll have a ton to talk about when that comes <laughs> Yeah so yeah um so see you guys next time I'm Achille Rangamohotege and I'm Stanley Fernando Good night